homies of the pod, welcome to episode 13 of Not the Best Podcast, part two of Dating in Your 30s. If you haven't had a chance to check out part one over in episode 12, pause this right here, check that out, and come on back. We'll be waiting. For those who are ready, let's jump right in. But love is like, it could be messy. It could be mm-hmm. messy. And I, and I think that is the hardest part. Getting back to the actual podcast and while we're here. Um, yeah. Dating after 30. I mean, I'm meeting men who are experiencing the trauma of a divorce. Mm. Mm. They're like, nah, that divorce took everything from me. I'm not mm-hmm. living in my mother's basement because I want to. <laughs> it's because I can't. You know, I can't yeah. I can't afford to live on my own between alimony, child support. You know, I'm recouping. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to get my balance in all of this. Um, you know, uh, options. You talked about online dating. I mean, if you're the kind of person and there's a lot uh, who like the idea of new all the time. And the minute a challenge shows up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ghosting, mm-hmm. Yep, like I yeah. get ghosting after the first conversation, but I don't get ghosting after you've dated someone for two months. Like mm-hmm. right. ghosting, yeah. like no call, no show, never pick up your, your, your call again. And then 10 months later, no lie, you see them somewhere and they want to step to you like everything is great. Hey, girl, you look so good. It's like, yeah. bro, <laughs> is this a yeah. modern day movie of ghosts? Because you really playing with me right now. And I feel like right, right. in these streets. Yeah. <laughs> what is but, happening here? But how much of what that is mean? a problem? Right. The fact that there are so many options. Right. Because now yeah. we're living in we're living in an era of social media. Right. Mm-hmm. Where you have access to literally the, the, the chick you used to mess with in high school, the girl you used mm-hmm. to, you know. Everybody. In, in, in back in the day, it was like, all right, like it was over, it's over. Like you'll never see this person again. They changed their number. Mm-hmm. You'll never see them again. Now these people still exist, right? You can stalk them on Instagram. Like people, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's literally you have access to everyone um, from your past. You have options via these dating sites. It's like a mall of like, right. yeah. you know, different options. So For I mean, sure. how so how swiping much swiping the swipe swiping the swipe right so just how keep much on of, going yeah so how much <laughs> of that is encouraging people to not want to really commit or leave at the the site of the first problem or issue well you know what i really think that it, it what i'm learning and what covid when you asked me about my covid experience i had to learn how to just be still with myself mm-hmm. i don't think anybody teaches you that you have to be intentional about your own joy mm-hmm. outside of tangible things so pre-COVID, sure. I, I mean, I thought I was happy. I could travel at the drop of a dime. I could brunch mm-hmm. when I wanted to. I I mean, I do well, you know, career-wise. So I'm like, I'm an attractive woman. So dating is not hard. Um, but then COVID happens. And you realize that in the midst of a crisis, a life-changing crisis. Yeah. Who's your person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, who's your person? Who who do you call when you're like, this is rough? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, and, and here's one thing that I also learned during COVID is that whomever my partner is, whenever he gets here, um, as much as I want to say that I adore him and love him and so on and so forth, uh, meeting him at closer to 40, I have really come to value that he will be an added addition. Yeah. Not necessarily my main, because during COVID, my homegirls showed up for me. My homegirls got in their cars, 
packed it up, came down to Brooklyn, food, sat, we social distanced once <laughs> on the couch while I was on, on my bed, Netflix and chill, took a nap. It ain't real if you don't take a nap. And right. was like, all right, girl, you good? I'm good. I'm out, right? And so, you know, at that point, I was like, well, damn, if my homegirls can come through like this, then the person that I am the most intimate with, I can't make these little exceptions for. Like, mm, you're either right. going to show up for me or you're not. And mm -hmm. I think a large part of that is intent. Are you intentional about where you want to be? And does your behavior match that? Like, if you're saying, I want to be in a relationship, I'm looking for a wife, then the way you move will match that. And I think oftentimes, for me, I got caught up in listening to the words and not matching it and aligning it with the behaviors. Mm -hmm. um, just because you want it so bad and, and, and the pressure of, you know, the next family function and someone saying, so you're just going to walk in that door by yourself again? <laughs> right. You're like, right, bruh, I know right. I'm here by myself. I don't need you to remind Third me of body. that. Right? No spotlight. Um, so then I think co when COVID happened, I was like, okay, I just got to sit here and just chill with me, me, myself, and I. What does that look like? It was hella lonely. Lots of purging, uh, emotional purging, lots of tears. And I don't I don't want to make this seem like I was in a in a very dark, dark place. It was like mm -hmm. an ebb, of, ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. There were some dark moments. There were some really releasing moments. It was like, wow, I feel really good in this space. What I did notice is that when I allowed myself to go through the loneliness versus trying to create a distraction, it passed a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. There's nothing worse than being lonely, getting into your phone, mm -hmm. calling someone, and striking up some bullshit for the next mm -hmm. three to four months because you were lonely. You be like, sis, just go through the two, three days. You'll be fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Go right. through it. You will be okay. Versus trying to trauma bond mm -hmm. with someone that you know like is no that. good for you just because like they know that. how to show up in the moment. The moment. Um, and not even fully show up, right? Because mm -hmm. yeah. it's just a moment. And, yeah. you know, if I really needed you next week, could I call you? Probably not. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, and that was something that I really had to be honest about. Hard truth, hard truth for sure. Once I kind of went through all of that, um, it became clearer to me what I needed versus what I wanted. Right. Uh, and then I started to notice that a lot of my relationships with men started to shift a little bit. And I think a large part of that was because I became softer with myself. I'm my worst critic. I know I can be super hard on myself. And without realizing it, I could project that onto other people. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so for me, it was like, okay, Marion, you got to chill. Like, what? where are you really? How much of it is you and how much of it is other people putting stuff on you? How much of it is projections from others? Um, and right. I realized a lot of it was the pressure from everyone else. I'm 38. I'm child-free. And I'm partner-free. But I'm still very full. I'm very full. I have great family, great friends, great career. Do I long to have a partner? For sure. Absolutely. I think we are made for companionship. I don't mm -hmm. think we're supposed to be navigating this thing called life independent of a partner. Mm -hmm. um, but I am not at a place in my life where I feel like if I don't have children and I don't end up married, that I have just not achieved this epitome of womanhood. Like, no, I don't feel like that. 
I feel mm-hmm. like if I don't have children, then I just didn't have children. And right. if I don't partner up, then maybe he ain't been made yet. You know, Jennifer Lopez went a couple years younger, you know, maybe he just wasn't <laughs> born yet and I just need to wait a little bit longer. But you know, I've opened up my pool a little bit. So I'm like, okay, maybe I can date a little younger. Maybe I can date a little older. What is something that I absolutely need? I need someone who's financially responsible. If he makes six figures, great. If he doesn't, that's okay too. I think you have to know what your parameters are. You know, if someone says, I don't get along with my mom, right? Because those are relationships that you want to pay attention to too. My thing is I'm not going to force that relationship. I just want to make sure you've done your work. So whatever Mm -hmm. trauma you have over not having a relationship with your parents, have you done the work to explore that? You know what I mean? Reconcile that and move forward in that. Um, So those are some of the things that are crucial to me that weren't necessarily highlighted before that I thought, eh, no big deal, but are big deals. It is is a big deal for me that you are self-aware where you can be like, you know what, Marianne, if you were to do that, that would make me pop off in this way. Or these are my triggers. So when it's coming up, this is how I tend to respond. I need about 10 minutes so I could cool down before I come back to the conversation. Like, it's important to know these things. Um, Instead, what I've been met with is like, I can't talk right now. Click. Mm. And then two, three days go off the rip. It it does not take you that long. (laughs) Bro, do not call me back. Don't call me. Don't call me. Yeah. Why are you calling me back? I don't understand. Three days have passed. I don't even know what I ate for dinner yesterday. You yeah. want, don't call me back. Because for me, my thought process is when we're in it, in it, you can't disappear for three days. Mm-hmm. You just can't disappear for three days and come back to the table and be ready. You could in someone else's house. You couldn't in mine. Right. Right. And and that's the key. Like, like I said, I'm not knocking what other people's standards are, what their limitations are, what their boundaries are. I know what's clear for me and mine. And that wouldn't work. Even this idea when you're getting to know someone and you're dating and having to chase the momentum, we go out on a Tuesday and the next time I hear from you is Saturday. Nah, bro. Why? Why are you calling me back? I don't. <laughs> why are you calling me back? <laughs> Stop calling me back, <laughs> please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're all busy, right? So I'm not suggesting that you need to call me every day, but I do appreciate someone who's thinking about me daily. Mm-hmm. So yeah, shoot me that text message like, "Hey, my day's a little crazy, but I just wanted you to know that I was thinking about you." But you drop the ball when you go five <laughs> days and then want to come. Like, bro, you ain't even got a little bit of finesse. You just want to let me know I'm your Tuesday girl, huh? Like, that's just crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my call log is the 4th, the 11th, and the 18th, you know, fam. <laughs> nah, what are we doing? What's happening here? Like, what's going on? I so, have questions. You know, go for it. So... Um, you're actively looking or not looking, but you're actively like open to dating now, correct? I am. So what is your, what is your current method as far as COVID is concerned? Like, are you, I know, right. You, you gotta be like, is your STI you be... panel clean? And did you get a COVID <laughs> test? <laughs> it's a whole nother level out here. You got your brain tickled yet, son? Like, yeah. Um, so what, what's it looking like right now? Man. I'm, I, so I've removed myself from, uh, dating sites at the beginning of the year. Um, okay. I found myself just too, it was taking up too much of my time. Like the constant attention. It was like, wait a minute, you know, what kind, I had to be specific about what kind of in- attention I wanted. 
You know, do mm-hmm. I just want constant surface attention? Sure, I can keep going through it. Don't want to be a little bit more intentional. Uh, then I have to do something different. So COVID hit, yeah. and I was like, yeah, no, I'm good on that. Um, you know, then the summertime opened up a little bit again. Uh, you start mingling. For me, I think it's more uh, in person now. Mm-hmm. If I meet someone and we strike up a conversation and it's cool, great. And that, you know, word of mouth, if a friend says, hey, I have someone that I want you to mm-hmm. meet. Um, and even then, that's a little sketchy because I wonder if my friends really love me. I'll be like, bruh, mm-hmm. how, <laughs> how you do that? Like, what you mean? Um, and and I love my homegirls. I do. And I love my guy friends. But it's crazy because I'm like, attraction is important. It's important. And none of For y'all... Sure. All of y'all have very attractive partners, so I don't know why anybody would want to hook me up with somebody that's not attractive to me. No, set up. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> oh, but set he's up. smart, sis, and he makes good money. I get it, but I have to look at this person. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not being shallow. Some people might think that's really shallow. No. For me, attraction is important. That's not something that you can learn, and it doesn't have to be immediate. What I'm learning is that a slow flame is just as good as a fast flame. So I can go out with somebody once and it was okay, right? You're like, oh, it was okay. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't like amazing either. It was just kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I've challenged myself to go on date number two. Like, well, let me see. And I'm like, okay, you see a little bit more. Because everybody shows up with their nerves. You don't know what to expect. Um, mm-hmm. So learning how to, how to extend a little bit of grace uh, in the moment um, and after just to kind of see, you know, because this is another person too. I mean, men get rejected all the time, more so than women do, you know? And so y'all get about 10 no's and then it's like, yeah, I'll go out with you. You'll be like, word, word, like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Stop lying. (laughs) Right. So I'm cognizant of that too, right? I'm cognizant that um, I'm at an age where I have to be intentional about taking care of myself physically mentally and emotionally um and that means that whomever i'm dating you know has to do the same if that's what's of value to me um so you think about all of the different insecurities that kind of show up at this stage in the game like well society says i should be here here and here and i'm not or like you like you mentioned do social media everybody posts the best versions of themselves Mm -hmm. you take like a hundred selfies before you post the, the one good one, right? right? The one good one. If you one. don't get enough likes, you gotta take it down. You gotta switch it you out. Take it down, right? <laughs> All of that, right? <laughs> so now you're showing up to this date, and you're like, "Oh my god, do I look okay?" You know what I mean? Are you know, is my hair tight? Is this, you know, dudes coming in with a fitted, and you looking like? <laughs> your hairline receding just take off the hat like don't, don't do me and like it, that <laughs> and it go with the hat right right and it goes with the hat and you're like oh it's okay it's, <laughs> it's okay you start thinking about kids right you're thinking about you know I'm I'm gonna be 39 and so you know the conversation of do you want children yeah I do want children but I also recognize that I have a timeline you know what I mean and not one that I've imposed but one that I biologically have and sure I could have kids at 44 45 but do I want to have children at 44 45 you know those are all very real conversations I'm entering an age where you know our parents are getting older 
So very different conversations than, you know, my 20s or early Mm -hmm. 30s, where it's like, I don't have to worry about necessarily um, playing the role of a caretaker in that way as I would now. So if I meet a man who has children, I have to factor in that depending on how many children he has, there's a determination of where I just naturally fall on the totem pole. Mm -hmm. If you got a job, you got to make your money. If you have about three kids, we already have four. And Marianne possibly comes in at five, but we're not going to talk about the homies that come before, right? And so we're just going to stack them up. And a side hustle. And a side hustle. And so my my conversation is never, I don't expect you to put me before all of these people that you have established solid relationships with, but I do expect you to not make me feel like I'm coming in last all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's nobody behind me. I don't have kids that you have to contend with. You know what I'm saying? Those are not major pieces that you have to contend with. So I don't feel like I should be put in a position where I have to understand and I have to settle and I have to modify. No, 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 no. And and there at this stage in the game, there is this expectation that you should. And I think what I'm finding, what I am finding joy in is that I'm amongst a community of sisters who feel like, well, no, I don't, I don't have to do that. Right. Right. I'm full in this space. I'm coming in whole. I'm not, I'm not coming in with any major deficits. Sure. Are there certain things that I need to work on? Yes. But there are, those are things that I would have to work on and only experience in partnership with someone else. I could talk about how patient I am. How patient am I really when you get on that last nerve? Right. That 10 o'clock nerve. When it counts. You right? be like, bruh, yes, that last, you know, oh, that hand come up. That, head. that church hand. You be like, woo. Mm, <laughs> this, this one right here. Jesus and Allah too. What is happening yes, here? Yes. You yes. know what I'm saying? You don't get that by yourself. You don't oh, get man. that by yourself. But here's one question I have for y'all. Mm-hmm. How, my biggest concern which is a balancing act for me is how my my identity is super important to me who marion is as an individual is important to me and i haven't quite found that balance yet between nurturing this person right that i Mm -hmm. say that i i can see something with and balancing all of the things that i normally do on a day-to-day like anybody who knows me knows that i can have five weekends booked up like, yeah, I ain't free till February type stuff. And yeah. when I'm dating, I realize that can't happen. Like, I can't right. be like, bruh, I'll pen you in in February sometime. Like, what? That's not because no, then he becomes a Tuesday dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Mary, yeah, you call me on the 5th, you know? 12th and, and, and 19th. Like, right. What's happening? So in a relationship, in your marriages, how mm-hmm. do you maintain your sense of independence? How do you maintain your sense of self? while balancing partnership with someone else what does that look like and y'all all look stumped i, think, I wish actually, i had a my, yeah. I, I was gonna credit it to my to my partner um i think mm. she allows me that space to be independent and to be able to express myself and understand that you know like there are times where i'm going to come in and i'm going to be moody i'm going to be like you know 
kind of like short and abrupt because I might be frustrated with something. And there are times mm-hmm. where I'm going to be just loud and wanting to do like crazy stuff around the house. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and there's there's times where I just need to leave the house and, and just go like take a ride and just be by myself and, you know, ride my bike, whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. So she allows me to she allows me the space to do those things. And she understands like at the end of the day, we live together and I'm going to see you literally every day. Like I'm not going mm-hmm. anywhere. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and does she so, have the space to do the same? She does have the space to do the same. Um, you know, like when we when we moved down here, like she was someone who enjoyed going salsa dancing, and mm-hmm. you know, I'd let her go salsa dancing and not feel like I had to go salsa dancing with her. Um, mm-hmm. When I moved down here, I used to go like to the bars and like go watch you know football because that's something that I longed for. Like it was just the camaraderie of being around like fellas and and, and like yeah. talking. Um, she allowed me to do that. Yeah, it's just something that she allows me. It's not something that I ever felt like. Oh man, I I I have to find a way to be myself or to do. It's nothing right. that I feel like I've missed or mm-hmm. had to think about even till just now when you brought it up. And I think that's why it was so clear to me. Mm. Right. I think when it comes to me, it was, it's almost encouraged. It's it's encouraged for me to be who I am, do what I do because like when and this goes for anybody. If you're not allowed to be yourself, man, you're going to change for the worse. You know what I'm saying? So also on top of that, just having that kind of communication um like you said earlier marianne like having that that emotional intelligence learning you know like listen man mm-hmm. when i feel like this yo this is how i react you know what i mean mm-hmm. like this is how i this is how i am and when i feel that little ball coming up in my stomach i'm gonna let you know first but then i gotta go <laughs> mm-hmm. take care of myself like mm-hmm. you know what i mean um and and vice versa like you know i guess the other way around is the fact that like as far as lazy is concerned like I, I married her because of who she is so i encourage that even more so and I wouldn't want her to change in any kind of way, man, because that's essentially like that independence that she has, like, yeah. you know, her drive and her creativity and all that stuff. Like, you know, her, her the idea that sometimes she needs to be by herself, mm. man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, that is um, something that she communicated to me as well. And like it's just a, it's just a balance. And like Naldo said, you sit in the house together all day, every day. Yeah. COVID came around where everything got tested. Mm. You dig what I'm saying? So it's just like, yo, you come in a house and you've been together for 24, 48, 72 all week. And yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes you just need to be like, yo, son, um, I love you, but get out my face. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like, all the way out. And it's all, all the way out. And don't all forget your out. mask. Okay. <laughs> and don't forget your mask, bruh. And this is her telling me that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I need you out of here. Mm-hmm. I need some space. And I think like, that's, you know what I'm saying? I think that's the biggest thing, you should, Reg, like, is the, the the fact that the person has to have their own, they have to be their own individual. You know what I mean? You have to be. You just, it's just, you have to have your own independence. To me, that's something that's very, right. very important. And that, and that's not, that's not going, because like, it's, it's a balance, right? Because mm-hmm. like in, in the same breath, you still have to experience things together, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you, in, in COVID, sometimes you can't run. Yeah. Like if you got a situation, sometimes yo, you gotta, you know, you gotta meet up head up and like get things done in order or go through those hard conversations to get through things. But in essence, like if you got the right person, man, that jump make you so much stronger, dude. Like, yeah. you know, and to still be free enough to be like who I am for her to be who she is and everybody, you know, have the emotional intelligence to be comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that a lot of people lack like you know so. i think for, for me it's a little different it's obviously when you have a child it's very difficult to find your own time mm-hmm. um individually and i think that for me a lot of my individuality 
was defined and dictated by the organizations I was in. Mm. So, mm-hmm. you know, when those things kind of shut down COVID-wise, I found a lot of difficulty in uh, expressing or being involved in something individual because now it was me and my family, you mm-hmm. know. And I always encourage uh, my wife to go out and do things. You, know, you guys had that women's wellness a couple of weeks ago that you guys yeah. went to, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when she asked me if, you know, that was something that, you know, she was interested in doing and if, you know, I'd not allow her to go, but, you know, she'd ask, I'm, and I'm always for it, you know, because any opportunity that you can get out and, and, and number one, be away from your wild ass kids, um, <laughs> <laughs> but also just, you know, work on self and, 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 and do those things. You know, that type of thing, I think, is is a great opportunity. But, like, I don't find many opportunities like that for myself anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be, you know, because most of my friends are gone. Um, right now, it's just me and Reg left for the most part. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I'm you know, trying to leave. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to leave. You know what I mean? So, you know, I mean, Reg is really, you know. Uh, I'm right Reg, here, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but this podcast has kind of done that for me, right? Yeah. Like, it's something yeah. that. Again, I, I get to express, you know, my individuality through um, and, and kind of gives me another hobby that I could focus on. But you know, granted, I'm still in the house doing it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it, it gives me a focus that's separate from what I'm doing family wise. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's been beneficial in that way. Mm-hmm. For sure. I have a question for Marianne. What, what's the question? So, but, 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 real quick. Cause yeah. Do said something. I'm like, oh, wait, I want to jump on that. <clears throat> When you said your identity between different organizations and then mm-hmm. feeling like, well, here I am with my family. Mm-hmm. What am I doing here? Like knowing how to do what's asked of you, how to show up in a certain way because you're you're tied to these organizations. And it's very, it's very I don't want to say black and white, but for the most part, it's very mm-hmm. transactional, mm-hmm. right? Um, <clears throat> and then you get into a space where you and and many of us probably don't want to admit it but a lot of our relationships are transactional and then you Mm -hmm. get into this space and it's like how do i balance my transactions and then be intimate in this space Mm -hmm. and that is like i find the balance right because it's it's cool when we're doing x y and z like as you mentioned like reg as we're doing things together and we're doing things independent of each other Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's a very fine balance because you can do so many things independent of one another and then Mm -hmm. get into spaces where you are in mixed company with one another and you're like, "Mm, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do because you've gotten Mm -hmm. so used to not being in this space with this person. Um, So when you get into that space, it's like, well, how am I intimate with this person in this way minus all of the other distractions? And I find that that's probably one of the most challenging parts. Mm-hmm. in dating at this the intimacy factor the mm-hmm. when you remove all of the whimsical aspects like okay i you you work for this company and you're tied to this organization and you're doing this community work and and that's great and when you show up in this space how do you know how to just be intimate with me mm-hmm. i've noticed that there is a little bit of a barrier there um a little bit of a stumbling block, if you will, mm-hmm. some sort of a challenge. And I don't necessarily know if it's me per se that they just can't find their sweet spot with. Um, but I have spoken to a lot of other women who are dating who are like, yeah, he does extraordinary things. 
out in the world, but I still don't know who he is on a one-to-one mm-hmm. here. Uh, and mm-hmm. I wonder how much, as men, and this is probably a whole nother podcast, but mm-hmm. how much there's value placed into that, into that image, into, you know, who you are and how you show up in the world um, mm-hmm. without realizing how that's connected to your immediate home. Like, it, it's it's funny you say that because I, I think when, when we had Adeline, I, w- I was like at the peak of my involvement in Freemasonry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was always poised to be the, the you know, to be to be in a high elected position. You know, I was actually in in the process of running for that position. So I'm campaigning, I'm going out, I'm traveling the state yeah. of New York, you know, and you know, and having that conversation with Jessica, she said, you know, go ahead and continue to do that. But I, I knew that it wasn't the right thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So then yeah, you know, I, I kind of took a step back and I kind of, you know, dropped out of that situation. And then I think to some extent, I thought that was good enough. Like I thought, all right, well, I gave up what I was doing to be here and that was good enough. Mm-hmm. And I was present physically, but I wasn't present mentally and emotionally. Mm. Right. And then we had a conversation once and, yeah. you know, yeah. we were talking Talk about, about we were potentially talking about, you know, having another child. Mm. and I, I said it jokingly like babies just go crazy and I was like yeah um, we should definitely have another child like saying it sarcastically her response was not if I'm going to have to do it by myself mm. Mm. and it hurt me to the core because I mm-hmm. felt I felt like I've done all this and I've put all my dreams and all of my aspirations on the back burner to be here and you don't even appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I sat with it for like two days. Right? <laughs> you and I simmer. I still married it. Which is great. I called two days later. So I called two days later. And I brought it. And she answered. Oh, did she answer? Oh, did she? Did she? She answered. You know, but we had a good conversation about it. And at the end, I realized that even though I was there, I wasn't there. You know what I mean? And since that day, I've, like, all the other things that, all those things I was so motivated to try to capture and, you know, attain, like, all those things have been on the back burner since. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even interested in those things anymore. Because right. now, from that day, I've focused solely on my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even though I'm still involved in the organization to some degree, I'm not involved in the way I was. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know that I still even have that urge, need, or want to be there um the way i was before so mm-hmm. that's, that. that's 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 that's, mm-hmm. that's a glow up right it there is. fam mm-hmm. that's a glow up bro it is because you Damn, know what son. love 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 is a healer and i think when you're healing when you think of a wound that scabs and has its ugly healing phases and then you know as long as you don't pick it right yeah scab <laughs> yeah. kind of Kind of does yeah. what it does, and then it, it falls does what right it does, off. Yeah. Right? That's real um, talk. Sometimes we get a little hard headed and we pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, love represents that. It's going to be messy, and it's going to have moments where it's going to step in as a healer, and sometimes it's going to it's going to hurt. And I think it's a matter of understanding the intent. Right? We are all human, and understanding intent versus impact. And so my intent is to do this, this, that, and a third for you, right? Mm -hmm. But the way it's impacting you, it's not landing the same way. And Mm -hmm. being able to circle back, right? And say, oh, you know, I mean, because 
everybody can create their own narrative in their head. You could have had a horrible day at work, but you come home and give me the silent treatment. And I'm thinking, what did I do wrong? Why? You know, now suddenly it's this personal indictment on me. And it really has nothing to do with me. Um, mm. But it really has everything to do with what's going on outside of this home. Um, mm. But creating a space where you get the you get to say that, like, I'm just not in the mood. I had a shitty yeah. ass day. I have not recovered, not enough to come in this house and separate the two. I just need a minute, mm -hmm. right? Versus letting me figure it all out in my head um, or thinking like I'm giving you all of these tangible things. And really the only thing I want you to do is just be present. I want to feel like yeah. you want to be here in this mm -hmm. space um, and how that how that lands. And, and so one thing that I, I've learned and then read your, your landing with your question is that my thoughts control my emotions and not the other way around. Mm -hmm. And so I have to really be cognizant of that because my emotions are super powerful. Like I'm an empath. I could feel mm -hmm. everybody's energy. Everybody. And yeah. I know that I can bring up a room and just as quick, I can shut that shit down. I'm very mm -hmm. clear about my energy. And so I have to really coach myself and say, listen, that day ended at five o'clock. And this is your person. And you are going to be mindful of how you're showing up in this space. And I get to be honest and say, my day was rough. I really don't want it to carry over here. I just need a few minutes and I'll be right back. Um, mm -hmm. Or I just can't seem to shake it, but can you just share this space with me here? Right? Mm -hmm. um, and being able to have those vulnerable conversations uh, in this space is something that I'm learning. I'm what I have fully owned in dating after 30 is that I am responsible for me, yes. my energy, how I show up. And it is, I am releasing so much of my power when I decide that I'm just going to match your energy. That's crazy as hell. Mm -hmm. If your <laughs> vibrations are super low and you shitty, why would I want to match that? Yeah. Why would I want to allow you to trigger me to the point where I feel like I got to get right with you, too? That just doesn't mm -hmm. even I can't even comprehend because it's doing more damage to me than mm -hmm. not because I know better. And now I'm completely uncomfortable because I'm well out of my comfort zone. And now I'm here matching vibrations. That's that's insane. Like, mm -hmm. no, clearly this is yours. And so I had to get clear about what 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 things are mine when they show up and what things are yours. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if a dude said to me, Marianne, you stubborn as hell. When you're mad and I'm talking to you, I could have apologized already and you didn't even hear it. You are absolutely correct, sir. Yep, I'll agree with you. <laughs> you're right. You're right. So mm -hmm. give me about a few, give, give me about a half hour. Let me just calm myself down so that when we are in a position to talk, I can hear the apology when it comes out. Right? Right. Um, you know, so I have to be mindful of myself, my energy, what that means. And I've noticed that as I have learned to trust myself more, the energy around me has shifted mm -hmm. immensely. I can mm -hmm. see a red flag. I don't have to experience the red flag. I don't have to go through. I don't have to play tackle football. I see it. The red flag is there. I'm good on it, sir. You take care of yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't owe I don't owe that to you. I don't have to do it. I'm very clear on what this looks like and what I can pour into and what I will receive out of it. Right. Because this is not one sided um, as far as what that looks like. And so I've had to learn and unlearn so much of these things about myself. 
what I thought I needed. I absolutely thought for without a second of a doubt, I need a man who is just as ambitious as I am. I don't know if I need that because then we'll both never be home. <laughs> right. Right. I don't know if I need that. Right. I need somebody to balance right. me out. I need somebody who knows how to slow down enough to let me know when to slow down. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like, baby girl, right. we are going to be good. I need you to just yeah. take a break. Like, okay, yeah. got it. You know what I mean? What I do need is someone who is emotionally present. I realize that I need that more. Don't get me wrong. I don't want someone who's not successful. I'm just saying that money, what I thought would be the solver of problems, has not been. Has not been. And so I've had to get really real about, okay, because I was attracting money. I was attracting men who make money. That's That wasn't the issue. I just wasn't attracting men who made money and were emotionally present. Right. And so I had to be honest. Right. Like, okay, he showers me with this, that, and a third, but... He can't tell by my body language or my tone that I'm not okay. Right. I need somebody that in tune to see me, mm. hear me, and be like, oh, no, she's not good. She says she's good, but she's not good. It's like that. Mm-hmm. I'm fine when you're trying to have a conversation with no. someone. <laughs> I'm fine. You're like, nah, shit, I'm about to sleep on the damn couch. She is not. <laughs> it's that, but it's just being that in tune. And I think a part of that is building a friendship with someone. Mm-hmm. Facts. Building That's a friendship. 100%. Like, let's get That's to know 100%. one another. Let's let's kick it. You know, can we just enjoy each other's company without all of the hype, right? Mm-hmm. If you tell me to put on some heels, a little black dress, and I'm I'm in this stunning restaurant or in this private concert, sure, I'm gonna get caught up in the whimsical aspect of it, and I'm going to have a good time. If you can't have a good time in that, then you might want to reevaluate. But I'm going to have right. a good time. But when you take all that away and we're home. And we're Netflix and chilling. Do I just genuinely enjoy your company? Can we play Uno? Can we play a game Mm. of spades? Can we drink and have a club right here? Like, can we enjoy us? Can we be friends? Because I think that when when troubles come up, that's what you revert back to. Like, this is my homie, and I'm going to trust that they want me to be well. So, hey, friend, we need to have a conversation. And what that looks like, um, I think people want to skip all that. Mm. Just want to get to the... The passion part, I just want to get to the, well, we grown. It's not like you a virgin type shit. Like you, just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's, it is it is that. Like, you want me to wait. You're you not on no 90 days. And it's like, no, I'm not necessarily on 90 days. But, bruh, can I get to yeah. know you a little bit? Can I get to know you? Yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, pick your pants up, dog. <laughs> I mean, especially nowadays, like, we have so many options. Like, if one person's yeah. telling you wait 90 days, it's just like, yo, is it going to kill you to wait 90 days? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're just I think, dating. I think everything that Marianne said, like, you know, as far as, like, having that, you know, everybody going to have a good time when they're going out. For sure. And turning up and, and doing them and, like, being at a party and the atmosphere. <clears throat> But like you gotta have the club in the house. You gotta yeah. have the club in the house. Yes. You gotta have the you gotta have the the, the, the trouble tournaments. Yep. You feel yes. what I'm saying? You gotta have a oh, bake off every once in a while. Tell you, you about trouble. Trouble almost trouble almost got me and Reg uh divorced. But like you gotta have that. You yeah. gotta have an in-house party everyone. Like me me and Lacey was having drinking parties to the versus battles like every yes. time they was popping. Like like little stuff like that, I think that people overlook and and uh, don't necessarily are intentional with, uh-huh. yo. They losing, fam. Mm-hmm. Like, that to me is, like, the fun stuff, yo. Like, 
It's the it's it's the best part, it bro. It's the best it part is. to be able to see Lacey and have her body language be off. I'm like, yo, son, for real. Like, what's up? Though? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, and literally just be like that. Like, son, come on. Like, talk to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's red, dog. Right? You know. And it's like, that's, all right. Well, since you since you put it that way, let me, let me tell you. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> now, oh, so you don't want to be quiet now? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like those are honest conversations yeah. to have, and I think it's Facts, a matter of man. trusting that this person has your your best intentions at heart yep you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying so you get to have those uncomfortable conversations you get to have those uncomfortable and challenging moments you get to grow through the struggle i'm just saying Mm -hmm. pick a struggle you can't (laughs) like just pick a struggle like don't we not this is not struggle love jaheem can hang that shit all the way up we not struggling through everything you gotta pick one pick one and get real clear about it Yo, you know what man. I mean? Don't bring Jaheem is a struggle right now. Let's not even bring that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jaheem doing dude, bad. Yeah, but you nah, do. Like you gotta be. You you just gotta be. You gotta be clear. And I think we all will have our non-negotiables and negotiables. You just have to be clear about what that looks like. Um, and be mm. clear about what your boundaries are. If you are doubling back and tapping in and out, people gonna double back and tap in and out on you too. Mm. You know what I mean? If you if you are very clear about I don't know punctuality punctuality is is a big thing for me. Me too. It's me a too. big thing. Respect my time. You know what I mean? That's really what it boils down to. Respect me. So when you show up an hour late, I'm just I'm stretching here because I'm not waiting an hour for a dude to show up. <laughs> I was like, we all uh, we all know Marianne. I don't think we're. I'm not- <laughs> who have been habitually late and I've had to have conversations like can we do better you know what I mean because this is not it like respect my time the way I respect yours it's the same thing no no one is going well some will and and that'll just be a reflection of where they are on their journey but most of us are going to work on time we're going to work on time because we know that when we're doing the checks and balances, this is what we need to do to get there. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to walk into a job. And this is how it all clicked for me in my head. I'm never going to walk into a job and say, I'm going to do 90K worth of work and I'll let you pay me 30K. Just sit with that. Never going to go into a job and let somebody get that off. So I don't know why I would think that I would go into any kind of relationship and let someone get that off. Right. I would never give you 90K worth of work and think that you could pay me 30K and stay comfortably. That's bananas. Mm. If people were just as intentional about their relationships and about what they nurture, they would be just as clear. Career-wise, you're clear. You got to go to school. You got to do this. You got to do that. X, Y, and Z, prep your resume, show up, interview ready, answer all the right questions, and go in to perform. I don't know why you would think it would be any different in this dating process. But you know what? I think a lot of times, the, the kind of the world that we live in, a lot of things, people don't even, we're not intentional with a lot of things in in general, like in life. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just, it just is what it is. Like we just show up and just go through the motions of things. But no one actually teaches you of how to like be intentional with things. Um, whether it be like your your emotions, you know, mm-hmm. your health. Um, I mean, we we all know like some of the things we put in our bodies is bad, but we don't, we're still not intentional about like the things we're putting in our bodies, you know. And then, so so that even goes to show you how we would show up to to a relationship where it's just like, 
oh, if it doesn't work out with this person, then I could just go to the next person. And mm-hmm. like, until someone finally accepts me for who I am, just just showing up. Right. Because you know, a lot of times people just, like you said, just showing up. And I agree. They don't know how to be intentional. Mm-hmm. And so that that's, might that's... work for sis over there. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm not saying it's right. wrong at all. I'm just saying at this stage in my life, that's not what works for me. Yeah, yeah, fair. Right? Mm-hmm. Cuz I've been I have been with the dude who's just like this is who I am. I got 500 struggles. And I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm going to go through it with you." <laughs> no, wrong. I will not. I just I'm I won't. I won't. And it's not it's not I, and I want to make sure that this is clear. It's not about being rigid. Cuz I'm flexible. But you have to be willing to do the work. I'm not going to be flexible and do the work for you. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I, I mm-hmm. won't be doing that. That's taxing. Let me not say that's crazy. That's taxing. It would completely deplete me. I don't see mm-hmm. where you'd be pouring back in. So that, that, that lack of intention might work in a different space. Um, just not in this space. I feel like at this stage in the game, I've been intentional about my circle, who I surround myself with my work environment, what that looks like, how I take care of myself, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm just asking you to be in my stratosphere. You don't even have to mm. be on the exact same level. That's just kind of be around it. We don't need a deficit like this. Like, you don't <laughs> need to be in the negatives and I'm in the positives. Like, what are we doing here? Like, how much are you going to withdraw before you're depositing back in? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean... Uh, we should try to wrap it up. <laughs> we, we, we go, we go, you know we go big two episodes out of this, though. I know, I know, man. Because I was, See, I, know. I told you. Get to my question. Wait, I told right. you. Get to your question, Reg. No, no, get to your question. Definitely. You sure? Yeah, yeah for sure. Right, Listen, this so, gonna be two episodes. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> two weeks ago, right? It was two weeks ago, maybe a week and a half ago. My man Deuce put in our little group chat while he was prepping for like giving ideas, throwing bouncing ideas around for. Uh, the show, whatever, and he threw a, a world star video out there mm. of a gentleman, uh, Kevin Samuels, I think it was. Oh. I don't know if you're familiar with that video. <laughs> I don't know if you were familiar with that train wreck, that, that, that slow I? train wreck it, that came on. It's been worse, by the way, because I actually subscribed. Yeah, it's very worse. I yeah. subscribed to it. It's, Did you hear it's worse. The video when he was talking to my man about the size of his penis. Nah. No. Oh, no. y'all only heard the first part where he was talking to Sis yeah. and telling her that she was a little average for. Yes, oh. yes, mm-hmm. yes. Oh no, that's I, the only part. That's I, the only I heard, part a, I heard I a new one this morning. But go ahead, Barry. So, as far as the question is concerned, like what, what for our listeners that didn't see uh, Kevin Samuels lean into Miss uh, <laughs> Gardner, um, this young lady is a business owner. You know, she's doing her thing, whatever, mm-hmm. what have you, and she's going to Kevin Samuel for some advice as far as her dating life. Mm-hmm. And you know, she has a uh, criteria as far as who she wants to date. Right. That being somebody that is, you know, top 1%, like, you know, making the money, uh, entrepreneur, doing their thing, so on and so forth, right? And Kevin Samuels actually told her, stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. You're not good enough. And if you don't think that you could date somebody in your own circle, then you're going to die alone. Um I can't even stunt when I watched that thing, bro. Like, my heart was aching. Like, I was feeling real sick while I was watching that. I just wanted to know what Marianne's perspective was on that as far as his 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 concept of uh, 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 dating outside of your bracket, so to speak. Is there such a thing, do you think? 
Yeah, I think there's such yeah, a thing. I but so. I don't feel like that's what she was requesting. She's a business right. owner. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. She, I believe she mentioned, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, she mentioned that she makes a pretty decent living for herself. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah she's doing well. She's right. doing well, and she wants someone to match that fly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all she was asking the way, for. The way he was saying is like, listen, miss, uh, you have a dog grooming business. Right. <laughs> and like, he was like... He like, was he right her. in that aspect? Here, here, like, here, was he right? Here's the thing, though, no. right? I, I think that, like, number one, like, all right, she's a woman. I think this is what he was trying to get. It. You're a woman. You're in your late 30s. She had a child. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she wanted someone who specifically made six figures. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, she described what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And what he said, and I think that the, re- the reason, like, we, we cringe a little bit at it is because there was some truth in it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Whether or not, you know, you, you figure it to be impossible or not or whatever the case is, like, there was some truth to it. And mm-hmm. I think that based on um, people's definition of what's beautiful and what's attractive. For sure. She, she may not have been as attractive as, you know, somebody who was in their prime because... Because I think men and women sometimes have different primes, right? And I think physically, by normal standards, women's primes uh, are usually younger than when men hit their prime, right? When you think of men hitting their prime, they're maybe in their mid-30s to, you know, maybe going like into It depends their... on what type of prime yeah, you're talking about. Depends. Well, yeah. yeah you're talking about financial depend. prime, sexual prime, what you talking about? Like, like... Well, 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 maturity. Maturity, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, all those things encompassed, right? Mm-hmm. When all those things come to, mm-hmm. you know, a peak or mm-hmm. cross paths, financially, physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, maturity, all those things cross. It usually happens, all those things happen usually later in men's life okay. than they do with women, mm-hmm. right? So I think in her case, right, she had very specific things that she wanted from a man. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, financially, looks-wise, whatever. Yeah. And what his point was, was that men who, the, the type of man that you're looking for, when they go to go settle down, they're not looking for somebody, a, a somebody who, in his words, a baby mama to settle down with. Mm-hmm. They're he not, said, they don't want you. Yeah, they, they're not necessarily looking for some, even if you are established, they're not looking for that person to bear their children, right? They want a younger woman <clears throat> to, number one, to sport on their arm, mm-hmm. a trophy wife, a uh, younger woman to bear their children, you know, and, and that type of thing. So I think that's what he was trying to get at and make her see. Not that it's impossible for her to find that, but right. more likely than not, somebody the guy that she's defining is not looking for someone like her more often than not. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's what he was trying to say. Now, his approach and his method was oh, a little man. crass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but there was some truth in what he was saying. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the comments were saying uh, Like at mm-hmm. the bottom of that. Mm-hmm. It was like, damn, bro, like, I get it, but like, why like that, though? Yeah. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, um, I, I think you have to be careful who you solicit advice from (laughs) yes absolutely 100 and that's just what it is right and so is kevin samuel somebody that i would solicit advice from no Mm -hmm. not at all not when you're sitting in the dark trying to tell me about myself sir (laughs) no (laughs) i mean and then you know he had another video (laughs) he had another video where there was this guy who called in and i mean the gist of it, he 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 gave he ripped in on him like he did this this young lady mm-hmm. too. 
he basically asked him what his penis size was. Mm-hmm. And dude was caught off guard. Like, uh, but I'm sorry, say what? And he was like, yeah, you don't got a big dick because you know you got a big dick when you have a big dick. And you ain't got a big dick. Like, he legit said it like that. Like, okay, so you ain't got a big dick. Do you, do you make this much? And, and dude was like, uh, and he was like, okay, yeah. So you ain't got a big dick and you ain't got money. Okay, so the kind of woman you want is way out your league, bro. It's just not going to happen, right? You know. Um. So he ripped into no. him too. Um. I think what works for Kevin Samuels works for Kevin Samuels. Uh-huh. And if that's your cup of water, then go on and drink it. But as far as uh my perspective on it, I do think that you know you you just got to be self aware about where you're at. Right. right? Mm-hmm. I have, mm-hmm. um, I'm a commuter. I don't have a car, at least not anymore. Not ever since I moved back mm-hmm. to the city. And so would it be nice to date someone who has a car? Sure. But I'm not going to, you know, knock him off because he doesn't have a car. Doesn't, right. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's not necessarily what I have. Uh, do I make um, a decent living for myself? Sure. So do I expect whomever I'm dating to, to have the same, if not within the same bracket so to speak yes because that's what mm-hmm. i offer to myself so sis asking for someone to be on her level financially was not a reach there's nah, plenty not of men so. out here who make six figures they might not necessarily possess all of the characteristics that you want mm-hmm. but if six figures right. is what's important to you they out here you know what i mean mm-hmm. um if you're the type of man who has already had kids and who is okay with settling down with someone who has a child, then sis is befitting for that. She'll be fine. They'll they'll work it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Kevin Samuel speaks for all men and all women. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but I do think when it comes to dating, there are some hard truths to it. And I think right. it's always very... Uh, how can I say this? Um Speaking for myself, I have come to learn that I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. I'm attractive. I'm intelligent. I think I take good care of myself. Um, but I just might not do it for him. It's not a personal indictment on me. He doesn't know me. I just might not physically be right. his speed. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of men who are not physically my speed. That is okay. You know what I mean? Right. So I think if he's telling her, if he's mentioning stay in your lane, I think I truly do think beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And I think whatever mm-hmm. you're attracted to is on you. He may not have been attracted to her. It doesn't mean that all men yeah. wouldn't be attracted to her. He may not want to settle down and marry a baby mama, if you will. That doesn't speak mm-hmm. for everyone. Um, so, again, I think you just have to be careful who you're soliciting dating advice from. Mm-hmm. They kind of set themselves up for that. You don't see my for sure. yeah. videos. Yeah. Like, what were you 100%. thinking he was going to say? Right. <laughs> right. Like, right. come right. on. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it, and, and it goes all the way down across the board. I don't necessarily know that I may want to solicit some advice from someone who is not in tune with themselves. I mm. have had moments where I have been like, I'm not in the greatest space. I don't know that I'm the person you should be seeking advice from. Mm-hmm. Not because I don't love you, but because I love you enough to know that I'm probably bitter Betty right now. You don't need to be in this space with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's we just, need more like you then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so we got to be clear about who we're soliciting um, advice from uh, and how important it is. Like, what was it that she needed validation on that she felt yep. like she needed to right. call in that's it. for him right. to validate? Mm-hmm. Sis, you want to do it with six mm-hmm. figures? 
it's going to take you a little bit of time, but you'll get that. If that's what you mm-hmm. really want, then you'll put yourself right. in positions to meet other people who make six figures. But, yeah, but I think also said, to say the, the fact that she had to call in to find that validation is yeah, probably like, why she can't find for? that in the first place. You know, like she can't find what she's, she can't, she doesn't know what she's looking for. Um, well, she was very specific but, about what she was looking for. And I think his point she, was that, you know, if your goal <laughs> is to find, right if your yeah. goal is to find a husband, right? Yeah. Then you, you're going to have to make some concessions here. Well, I'm talking about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was very specific about what she was looking for. And, 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 and Kevin's point was that, you know, if you want to get where you want to go, these things that you are asking for, you are going to have to make concessions. What were you the know, concessions? It's gonna, like maybe you're not going to find a man that makes six figures. Maybe, mm. you know, that shouldn't be a pro. Well, I mean, this is, again, he didn't say these things, but th- I think this is what he was getting at. Right. Is the fact that, you know, you have to make concessions on some of these things because mm-hmm. ultimately all these things put together, that may not uh, be incorporated in the man that wants you. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So then you have to make sacrifices on some of these things and say, well, prioritize those things and say, all right, maybe this is less important to me. Maybe mm-hmm. he can make 90000 He doesn't have to make 100000 You know right. what I mean? Like, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to have to make some concession to get where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And, if you, and if you think that you're going to find this perfect person who in, embodies all of these ideals that you have, that's hard enough to find when the bar is not high. For sure. But your bar is high. For sure. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? It's right. hard enough to find when the bar is not high. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Especially... You know, uh, at the age that she's at, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. So, you know, I, I think that was his point. It's just, you know, it was it was the message. It was the messenger. The slowest. And that, train that's wreck another I've thing too. Yeah, you said the slowest train wreck. The slowest train. <laughs> it was just like, yeah. When I first saw it, I was oh, like, oh shit, my heart kind of stopped for her. <laughs> Yo, like I, I was, was like, like well, I... why are you doing this to yourself? Turn it off. Like, turn, it off. Just turn it off. Turn it off. I was, I was impressed that she endured it all. <laughs> She, like honestly, she she sat there and took the whole thing and was uh, like smiling yeah. and laughing, and but wonder, her soul was yeah, leaving, like leaving her, her body. body. I don't know. I don't know. Was yeah. it? Maybe she was thought it? he was just as comical. Like, is he really serious right now? We don't oh, know. No. We could assume that, but she might have been in a space where she was like. Oh, he's or maybe she serious. already knew it. Maybe she already knew the answers. Who knows? He, Who knows? Yeah, but he was just so aggressive. But yo. he gives it. He gives it both ways. And when, when yeah. I saw him lay into dude, yeah. I cringed <laughs> the same way. I was like, oh, we got to go there? Like, <laughs> you just don't even want to be nice about the size of it? Do you have a big dick or not? Like, <laughs> I was just like, excuse me. Oh, <laughs> oh my. And again, perpetuating this whole overcompensating sexually. Again, yes. like low key. Um, so I was just like, ooh, like, okay, got it. Um, and he and he laid into him. Like, dude got it mm-hmm. the same way she got it. Um, mm-hmm. And sure, there, there are some hard truths that we do have to um, embrace and come to terms with, for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think with all things you do, it's a matter of your delivery. And if you're saying that love is the intention at the end of the day, then it doesn't look like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, when you love someone, Jeez. you want to make sure that, you know, or when you are in support of love and being love and showing up in that, then you're mm-hmm. mindful of what your impact is and what, you know, 
what your impact is and what you want this person to walk away with. Like yeah. what yeah. his delivery was supposed to do what for her? If she was the type of person that I, I know I can be where I get caught up in the messenger and not the message, I would have went completely right. to, tone deaf to mm-hmm. that commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, she took it like a soldier. I don't know. Sis was just kind of like, okay, maybe, maybe I mean, we might go to no, 99. Man. Someone needs 99. to check on her now. <laughs> Cause no, it's one thing. It's one thing before I feel like the internet gets its hands on You know, like it's one thing during the interview, then once the internet gets its hands on and then check on the other brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah both. Out. You're right. You're right. <laughs> they probably ended up together. <laughs> they might. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe that's one of the concessions. He makes six figures, but he's not landing in other areas. Do you want it <laughs> no, or not? Man. That would be awesome. They would need a reunion. Hold on, I got a number for you. They need a what? You said all the a reunion episode. I will, I will, I will wrap up with this. And, uh, you know, there's a saying that um, Maya Angelou has, and it's always like, you know, when you, when you know better, you do better. Uh, mm-hmm. But they don't, they don't always, they don't always give you the entire quote. And that is, you do the best you can until you know better. And then mm-hmm. when you know better, you do better. Right. And so we are all out here navigating this thing called life and we're doing the very best that we can we see Mm -hmm. that at the state of our countries today we see that as uh breaking generational traumas Mm. right as we're trying to to do that the shifts that we are trying to create in our immediate families and what that looks like as it transcends into our friendships and families and and community relationships um so yeah we're doing the best that we can and that's what i that is what i assume when it comes to dating like "Mm, you're doing the best that you can and when you know better you'll you'll do better but the best that you can that's measured on whether or not we're both on the same page and what that looks like going forward. So right. your best might be your best where you are at. And that's okay. That might have been my best five years before. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know? So, and, and it's yeah. recognizing that and knowing when to walk away from that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because you can get caught up in potential and that's a whole nother episode. Um, and what that looks like. You know, well, he's doing the best he can now. Imagine when he knows better, what that'll look like when he does. No, sis, no, no. Mm-mm. He's doing the best that he can right now. And that best doesn't align with your best. And <laughs> peace and Godspeed. I hope it all comes yeah. together for you when it comes together for you. It, it, history has it that when, when he knows better, you ain't going to be there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> history shows. <laughs> or he might. Wait. Or he might. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or when yeah. he get on, he leave your ass for white girl. Listen. That- <laughs> well, Listen. that's the well. podcast. <laughs> Marianne, thank you, sis. We love you. Absolutely, sis. love you guys too. Thanks for yeah. having me on. You the best. Yeah. Throw that, throw that. Throw another applause in there, man. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> We're gonna clap together or not? Yeah, sure. Oh, we no. can do that. We can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Well, that's the podcast. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast. Read us, review us, all that good stuff. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to share. Share, share the fuck out of this shit. <laughs> <All right. laughs> See you guys next time.